I'm going to kick that horse in the bottom. Welcome, fellow travelers, <laughs> to the eyes episode. The eyes. Yeah. Dude, kicking kicking horses is where it's at. Kicking I, horses is where it's at. I'm all about kicking me some horses. Me too, man. Horses, horse girls, you name it. Dude. <laughs> kick them all. <laughs> kick them all. <laughs> kick kick them out of here. Small wage and paint with a big base. What, is, what, what was I that? Don't know, TikTok trends, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. I, I heard what you just said. I For some reason, I didn't get it. You were mumbling a little bit. Yeah. I feel like I mumble a lot. Do I mumble a lot on this podcast? No. Okay. I don't think so. Mm. Podcasters, just roast us on Apple Podcast Review if Russell mumbles. No, don't. We need the good <laughs> reviews, man. We got like, I think we have 13. Um, oh, that's not bad. You know, not bad. I think they're all five star and they're probably mostly my mom just creating new Google accounts. And Shh. um Shh. No. Yo, go, go review us. Come on, please. Yeah. Anyways. Well, we're going to talk about season two, episode yes, two, eyes. The Eyes. Oh. Well, kicking off, man, title card. Goodness. I didn't see. I think I skipped over the title card. Title card is super menacing, which is so funny. Like super menacing eyes does not give any sort of like future reference to dumb horse eyes. I'm going to, I got to load this up because I'm really intrigued. Every time the, uh, do you want to skip the intro? thing would come up for uh hulu i oh, always did yeah. and it skips the title card yeah but we watch i've seen so many adventure time episodes of the same episodes over over and over and over again now yeah. for this podcast that i'm just a little tired of the theme song and they yeah. didn't change it that's another thing i had yeah it's, dude, it's the same all the way it. up to the hbo specials like is it really? So do they do like a custom version for those they, specials? Or? They have custom ones for islands. They have custom ones for elements. Ooh. And they have custom ones for uh, vampire stakes, Adventure Time stakes. And then I guess they maybe had it a little customized for HBO, but I think it was still like pretty good, like OG. This title card is pretty dope. Yeah, go check out the title card I'm, if you haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Because it has like crazy menacing eyes, which is really cool. It'll probably be up on our Instagram uh, by the time this podcast episode comes up. Yeah. <laughs> a little plug. A little plug to the uh, Insta. Yeah, plugged. You've been plugged. Well, give um, me your like high level vibes on this episode because yeah. mine is this is the episode me and my wife quote probably the most. Really? Yeah. No, I don't, what I do don't, you quote from this episode? We just say that that, that horse got poo brain. Poo brain. You do say, you, I you get deaf on that. Are, I was like, yeah. why is this such a familiar phrase to me? And You've heard me say that for sure. That is for sure why. Okay. That's um, interesting. And what yeah, else no, do you look, say? Look, that, is that the main one? Well, I love the line in my tops of the episode is, I'm going to kick that horse in the bottom. Yeah. And it's like okay. the most extreme thing they could have thought of. I think so. It is such an epic kick. Like <laughs> you just, I love the animation of that. You see the wave, <laughs> the, the, or the like compression of the skin of the horse go through <laughs> as you know the ice king flies out for sure. But overall vibes, uh, give me, give me like yeah. your, well, your my, review vibe of this episode. I, I, um, I don't like it. I'm not a big fan of this episode. Um, and it's not necessarily because it's a bad episode. It's more so just I remember. This episode a little bit from high school. Uh, oh, yeah. My sister was watching through the series, 
And I remember it because I would probably always leave the room. <laughs> I never knew it was Ice King as the horse, but this episode would pop on the TV and you just have this creepy horse eyes just staring at him and it gives you like Courage the Cowardly Dog vibes. And I would change the channel or I would leave the room, you know? Um, yeah, it's not a good one to start on. No, I can, I can it's agree not. With that. It just wasn't my episode and I hate the horse. The horse sucks. And uh, the horse is my most punchable character. And I think it's obvious why it, it's terrible. Yeah, not, not even Ice King, but Ice King in the horse. Yeah, the punchable. horse suit itself. I, I really feel like the horse and Ice King are two separate characters in this episode. Yeah, because um, even like characteristically, it doesn't even behave like the Ice it's King. It's just weird. It's creepy. It's the eyes are, they haunt me. And I didn't have any nightmares this week that I know of. I didn't sleep a lot this week, but I, I feel like maybe the eyes were responsible for that. Maybe, um, maybe so. I don't know. I, it's fine. It's a good episode. Go watch it. It's fun. But I just didn't enjoy the first half of it. Yeah. I I have a little bit of like, mi not mixed feelings, but like opposite feelings from you. Because no, that's fine. It, well, and my reasoning is because I love these, especially from last week when we did, um, it came from the night of sphere and it's this huge adventure and there are multiple parts of ooh and there's all these characters an epic episode epic episode followed by here's what we just do when we're chilling here's what just happened i love like cozy yes. treehouse episodes i love nighttime episodes and it kind of has all those elements of like look we even oh, the episode man. starts out with like we i'm jealous the dragon, i'm jealous of you yeah um and having like a good adventure at home I wish I got cozy. those vibes. I don't yeah. I don't get those. I get creepy vibes for too long in the episode. And so it takes me out of it. It makes me not want to yeah. watch it. Um just because I don't I don't like those vibes, you know. But I I kind of agree. Like I see how it's kind of like a fun, like chilled out episode where nothing there's no high stakes or anything like that. Yeah. And I, I just like the yeah, the non-high stakes episodes typically tend to be a little bit more like character development. And I like that. A little yeah. bit who, you know, Finn and Jake are, and they're like, how they talk to, to each other, you know, how they just have dialogue. And they're like, can you sleep? And he's like, nah, man, man, I can't sleep, you know? This episode is tearing us apart, Ned. It's, hey, no, it's good to it's good to have this no, episode. This like, podcast, this this episode's tearing, tearing us apart. Tearing us apart. It's tearing us apart, y'all. Um, <laughs> tearing us apart again. But, you know, one thing I did notice, and this is a little bit random, not a tangent, but because it's related to the episode, but it is definitely a new point. Um, Tom Kenny, who does the Ice King, mm -hmm. I was, man, I'm watching this and I'm just like, what is, who is that? Like Ice King always to me sounds like Ice King, mm -hmm. but then I started to hear another character in Ice King this episode. Uh, could you guess who I was hearing? I, I mean, not the SpongeBob. It's not SpongeBob. Uh it's from the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, really? Yeah, the mayor of the Powerpuff Girls is also Tom Kenny. And in this episode, he sounds so much like the mayor to me. I don't know why. It was so I'm gonna, weird. I'm going to have to go pull. I can't pull that out of my mind right now. But I'm I'm now very interested and want to pull up some Powerpuff Girls. Do it. Like, I, I, I recommend it. Powerpuff Girls was dope back in the day. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's just something that stuck out to me. That was my tops. All right. Yeah. It was, just, was just Tom Kenny voice, which is the it's, tops. It's just, yeah, the mayor, I don't know. I loved it. I loved it. You know what? 
I think this this podcast, this episode might be bringing us back together. Bringing us back together yeah, again. I think you might be bringing us back together <laughs> again. Man, the first the first scene is nuts. Yeah. It is it is bonkers. You get um seven, I have a couple thoughts. Seven days no sleep. Yeah, I've got a I've got a couple thoughts though of that first scene where we see just multiple different things that occur over time. Um see, let's see, put a tracking device on Slime Princess and LSP mm-hmm. because those two are, I mean, LSP wasn't the one that was being captured or endangered in that first little scene, but gosh dang, those two princesses are always in trouble. Yeah. Slime princess kind of sucks. She always is in Does like, she? she always ends up as a damsel in distress in a lot of situations. And it's like the worst situations. It's like so lame. Mm. Like that. And you're like, why are you in this situation? That's the, it kind of looked like a Rick and Morty situation though. Yeah. That was being sucked into some like temporal, what is it? A temporal aura portal or whatever. Yeah, something. Um, and then the second thought was, uh, I think the dragon with the itchy butt from the boom, boom mountain episode. Yeah. It was the, the fire dragon. Might have been the fire dragon. It's a little less red. Yeah. That's the and, only reason And from, um, oh, the episode where, uh, from Billy the dragon that was chasing that guy around the fields. I was going to, in the Billy episode, had I been on it, um, which you, you know, you locked me away in your your basement dungeon and didn't allow me to, to be on dungeon. that. You said my henchman could be on it, but not me, which <laughs> um, I, I was going to say the dragons are my most punchable characters in, in some ways because they're just like, Dragons are so epic and so cool, and dragons in Adventure Time are the worst. Are they lame? They're like they're like sal. Well, they make them like flying salamanders with tiny, lame-looking wings. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then LSP is Spanish. That's cool. Yeah, I was like, she has. She's having a quinceanera, which is supposed to be your fourteenth birthday party. Yeah, sure. When you're, I don't know, in Mexican culture, I'm pretty sure it's fifteen. Fifteen. You're right, Mike. Is that yeah, when good, they become? women i don't know yeah that's like okay. their bar mitzvah of coming of age mexican yeah. culture cool but yeah um, apparently she's got a quinceanera which means that but she's she, there's no way she's 15 i don't know yeah she who knows <laughs> anyways uh peppermint butler killed a goblin and then finn and jake cover up for him yeah what is what can we break down that little scenario at all well I wanted to break it down in the fact that we do see Peppermint Butler's got some sort of cabin outside the Candy Kingdom. Now, I don't know at this point in the show. Do we know that's his, though? Is that his cabin? I would assume so. So maybe the goblin was trespassing. Yeah, but... And he said, don't come any closer. I'm going to kill you. But there's a bucket full of water on the ground. Yeah. And I was like, is there something about water in goblins? Like, goblins can't get wet? Are there a lot of goblins in Adventure Time? There's a goblin kingdom, and Zergiok is their king. You nerd. You nerd. <laughs> That's why, hey, I, I have to, I asked, I, I have I to make statements that tell my listeners that I know what I'm talking about. No, I about, love it. You know? I wish you would do that more often. This is like, I feel like I'm talking to Stephen Colbert about Lord of the Rings right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my other question about goblins while we're still on this topic is, is there a social class or a societal role of a goblin in Ooh? Not a societal role, no, because okay. they again they have their own kingdom, so they have their own society. But, but where do they fit in with other? How do other people feel about them? So that's actually I've actually listened to something outside or or read up on the wiki on this one that like goblins aren't inherently evil in Adventure Time because oh. Finn goes they're they're under the you know 
drop a spoiler drop in this. Spoiler drop. But goblins aren't inherently evil. Like Zergiox an evil king, and Finn actually goes to the goblin kingdom to save the goblin people because all Zergiox does is spank them. Of course he does. Yep. Yeah, it's got to be related <laughs> to butts. It's got to be butts, man. <laughs> butt stuff. But, Adventure time and butt but stuff. Butt stuff. Um, cool. Okay. Uh, well, I I just I didn't have any real thoughts on that. I remember Peppermint Butler was my lovely of one of the episodes. I think it might have been. No, uh, it's from King of Nuts, wasn't it? King of Nuts, maybe it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's just a, a a freaking adorable, cool looking Peppermint Butler character, but. If he's out there killing goblins, how does he convince? I just have so many little questions. How does Finn and Jake get convinced? I mean, this is so in, non important to this entire episode. No, but this, this is the meat. I like. I know, but down I, to I'm this. just so like Finn. You're not even gonna like investigate. Like he's just <laughs> they just assume he's innocent mm -hmm. and they move on. And if you're saying that goblins aren't technically inherently evil, we're just gonna act like that didn't happen. And yeah. like, what are they gonna do with the body? Are they Digging a grave and burying the goblin. As if if the writers had in mind the whole plan for Peppermint Butler, that be like the the canon of Peppermint Butler. Then I think that they wrote it that Peppermint Butler killed somebody and got Finn and Jake to cover it up for sure. Yeah, and he, he kind of plays innocent. He's just like I just watched up on this, and uh, they fed a duck. Yeah, well, hoverboards are a thing. Yeah, I can't gonna, remember what that scene was, but I, there was a hoverboard in it. And why are they not just riding around on hoverboards? That's amazing. And then they fed a duck bread, which I don't think you're technically supposed to feed ducks bread. Can, can I just jump in and say you're not? Not supposed a, to feed ducks no, bread? No. You got to feed them rice or corn. You can't <laughs> digest bread. I okay. Thought, I thought they birds couldn't... Well, rice makes them explode. Yeah, isn't rice just as bad as bread? No, ducks eat rice out of rice fields all the time. Oh. Well, you heard it here first. Don't you feed those ducks that bread. <laughs> That's the lesson for that. Why do you think the parks are covered in shit all the time? I was looking for a lesson, and I thought it was to get some rest and feed your enemies to birds, but I think it, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it might be that one. But it I think, I think it, it is uh, what we just learned. Well, my lovely of the episode... Give, give me some sugar, baby. ...has got to be the duck. I don't know why. I just I love that's that cool. scene. It's like we fed a duck and it goes. Bang. Yeah, that's a good scene. It's a great scene. I'm I'm al I'm almost jealous. Can I can I steal it? Yeah. Can I just say that's Dude, mine jump too? On the, jump on the the duck lovely band. Maybe wagon. as we're talking, another character will come out. The hawks weren't that cool, you know. Like snakes weren't that cool. Snakes were dumb. Yeah. Ice kings, a boar. I don't know. The yeah. horse is an a hole, and I wish he would die. <laughs> um. No, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So I, I'm gonna just say the the duck is mine too because I don't want to skip an episode without having yeah. a lovely. Peppermint Butler's like good there, but I feel like the duck he had, killed someone. The duck had a little bit more of a highlight like scene. If Peppermint Butler wouldn't have killed someone, he could have been a gold star repeat lovely. But freaking, I don't know. <laughs> freaking, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Well, we finally finish all those adventures, right? Yes. And they finally, you can see humanity in Jake and Finn that they need sleep. Obviously, without seven days. I, They're I actually, so sleep-deprived. This last weekend, I went to Knoxville um, and hung out with my brother-in-law. And we uh, actually like went to a bar, had a drink. We dropped my wife back off at the Airbnb, went and had another drink. 
got to talking about like good family stuff, good conversation. And we pulled an all-nighter. You pulled an all-nighter? pulled an all-nighter, didn't sleep. Walked to McDonald's at like 6 a.m., got breakfast, walked back. And and so I I was about 30 30 hours without sleep. And I could tell you without at 30 hours, we were walking back and I was like, Jesse, I feel weird, man. He goes, I do too. And I was like, I feel high. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, it was... It was like a euphoric sleep deprivation. It's weird. Is real. It's a real thing. And man. I, have, I, I mean, I haven't done up. that since college. I was wondering when the last time you did was May. And, and in college, I think it was still like a couple of close. Like I got to five thirty a.m. and I went to bed for an hour. And like what? this was like I pulled it until like eight a.m. Yeah. And then is that the most sleep deprived you've ever been? Probably so. Okay. Like at, at least in the way my mind state was, it was. Yeah. Weird. So I can I I feel for Finn and Jake that yeah. they are exhausted and they're angry at this horse because that's they're, interesting. They're so I the, yeah the emotional state that's probably why they're not thinking clearly when they're thinking through no like how to get rid of this horse. I I want to say the most sleep deprived I've ever been uh, was for charity. Uh, <laughs> I know yours was, was going a, out to bars and like being a party guy, but mine was a charity. So suck it, Ned. <laughs> Sorry. Was it was it dance marathon? Yeah, it was UJ Miracle Dance Marathon, uh, the twenty four hour danceathon, and Damn. I I've done it twice. And the second time I did it, I did the standing challenge, which is you have to stand up. You can't sit down, or I think you can kneel, but you can't sit down or lay down for twenty four hours straight. And it is so painful your kneecaps your knees are just like swollen at the yeah, end of it i can imagine I mean, if it, that i said that sounds awful if it wasn't for charity man like, i at like two or three in the morning you start like almost hallucinating oh, like yeah. it is brutal and it's so funny in this episode you see they draw finn when he's at his most sleep deprived state when he's being convinced by jake that oh the hawks aren't going to kill the horse they're just going to take it away you know like tries to change how he's uh, convincing uh, Finn. Finn's character is drawn slightly smaller, like squiggly lines. Like his face is obviously sleep deprived. Like I love that they did. It's a very short moment. There's like, I think two clips or two times that Finn is on screen in that little bit um, that you can obviously tell something is wrong with him and they do it like visually through the art yeah, style. And I thought smart. that was very cool. It, when this, I didn't even pick up on that. So that's that's a cool like subtlety. Yeah, go back sure. and check it out. Yeah. It's I know. I'm, I, I, like I said, I love this episode. I'll, I'll go watch it again like when I get home probably. <laughs> uh, you're crazy. I, well, I, I will pass on this. It will not be on my top 10 for this season unless the rest of the season sucks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we dive into life lessons, how to get rid of horses, let's have a quick, quick break for the ad. What's up, guys? It's Kyle here from Cold Topic presenting you the uh, horse costumes for the Ice Kings Winter Collection. Yeah, they're pretty rad, man. All you like non-horse guys, guys that are just guys, guys, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on down to Cold Topic. We got some pretty rad horse costumes so that you can get into those those uh, cool moments where you can get real close and tight with those horse girls. Yeah, we know what you want. All you got to do, you come down here, I'll, I'll, we'll get you fitted. Uh, they're four-legged. I know you're not four-legged, but we'll figure it out, man. It's cool costumes. 
Uh, we got we got ones in all colors, spots. Some of them got spots. Some have tails. Some have mohawks. You know how horses are. What horses do with their style and stuff. Iceskin's got you covered, and it's it's pretty rad. Let's let's check out what uh our buddy Chad thinks about his horse costume. Chad, oh bro, I hooked up with like so many horses with this sweet ass horse costume. You did you did you did what? It's me, Elizabeth, your girlfriend, Elizabeth. Like, babe, if I didn't look this sweet, yeah, your horse, we would have totally it. not gotten together. I know, but you said you hooked up with other horses. I did. I'm sorry. It's okay. I did. I, you know, wait. You hooked up with horses? Babe, let's, That's just, my thing. let's just pick up a couple of ice gauges and get the hell are out we, of this cold topic. Are, are we both in the horses? Thank you, cold topic. We found out our new king. Oh my stars, that was such a bad ad. My ad um, didn't go the way that we had planned. Yeah. I kind of like where it went. Cold Topic did not get that pre-approved by us before we put it in the podcast. So. I think, does that, do we have to, Cold Topic, like I think because of them we have to make this an explicit episode. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Which is unfortunate. Um, nah. I don't know if it changes anything about this podcast, but Cold Topic Come on, man. Come on. Let us know at least. Man. Um, well, we're going to finish up talking about the eyes. Yeah. Opposite of cold, though, and this may not even be a point. Finn's wearing red, red, his red pajamas. Yeah. And every time I see him, I think of the fire tunic from uh, the Legend of Zelda, like <laughs> Ocarina of Time. We just random thought, I'm not going anywhere with this. I just think it's cool, and it reminds me of Zelda, and I'm a nerd. Yeah, dude, ping ping the writers and see if that was, you know, their their influence. Do you disagree, Ned? Is this is this you know I don't tearing us apart? It. Is this tearing us apart? It's tearing us apart. It's tearing us apart. Um, well, maybe we'll find something to connect on later on in this episode. Maybe when we're talking. Maybe we'll bring us back together. <laughs> Oh man. Well, I had a couple of thoughts in just in regards to we we we're getting to the point in the episode where they have identified the horse. They have not been able to go to sleep because they can tell they're getting watched and they're going out to try to figure out how in the world to get rid of the horse. They can't close the blinds cuz the shadows coming in the house. They can't move the horse across the hill because it keeps coming back. Mm -hmm. So we start with nice simple solutions and I wanted to run through like Jake's solutions yeah. to the problem. Give them to me. Get increasingly worse. And and I was going to add like see if is if this is the dark side of Jake coming out cuz we start with like let's just put him over there. Let's uh play the the um the viola to try to lure him away because everything that's brainless likes music. <laughs> That was, I, you know, I took offense to that part. <laughs> <laughs> I think the writers wrote that in because they love music in the show. So they were like ripping on themselves, you but know? But it's, a, you know, it's a fair point. I feel like in cartoons, a lot of times you have characters distract someone with music or, you know, bring them into a room or, I mean, freaking in SpongeBob, SpongeBob takes the music, the like the rave that's happening in his house and carries it out to a field yeah. and you gets know. all the jellyfish to follow him. Yeah. So it's it's fair. Yeah. Like some mindless people like music as well, I guess. But I don't know. <laughs> don't, yeah. People are gonna hate you after that one. What? Me? <laughs> I'm, I'm just messing. I'm not mindless. But this they, podcast is they, us the apart. music doesn't work. 
It only brings snakes. Then and he's doing at what that classical. Point, it's great. Like Jake goes, dude, let's kill the horse. And I was like, we jumped to crazy sleep deprived like notions here. That obviously they're also they after all this violent adventuring. I can kind of tell they're trying to like figure out how to be good in this situation. Mm-hmm. They're trying their best to figure out like humane ways to move the horse. Like, cause obviously Jake could have just like, if he can lift it and, and throw it, you know, or like put it on another hill, he could probably like lift it and throw it like just forever away, you know, but definitely they, could. So they're resorting to like nonviolent actions at this point. And then Jake to just be like, let's just kill the horse. And I was like, that's, it's really dark, honestly, you know? Why didn't they try and unmask it? I, th- I feel like the first thing I would have done was was pull the mask, Scooby-Doo episode it. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. I no, it's, it's a, a horse. Is that horse. what horses look like? I'm, I'm making a joke. Is that what horses look like in this in this like, world? No. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. There's a lot of creatures we know of, like dragons, that look weird in the Ooh universe. Like... I feel like every time, other time we've seen horses in the episode and Jake impersonates a horse like with his stretchy powers. Yeah. He impersonates a horse several times and it doesn't look anything okay. like that. I don't know. I was just wondering. No. Well, I mean, like, well, we'll put a pin in that because like we'll just keep our son hunting down in future episodes if we can find horses that look like that. I think I, I'm trying to think of like what the theme of this episode is. Uh, and what I keep coming back to is that this episode is packed full of short-term uh, solutions to long-term problems. But it's not even a long-term problem. But it's, I know it's not like technically that's still a short-term problem, but the the solutions, I don't know. I, I guess the big one, the, the main thing, I was trying to, I'm trying to find where that connects with the horse issue I know where it connects with the, but the you're, ice you're king saying issue. It's, it's, you're saying that like it's they are finding solutions that are definitely short-term. Yeah, certainly. Um, now, the Hawks one was their best idea, though. You know? You think so? It was really stupid because you're like, what in the, who in the world? Like, that's not going to work. And then it works. Kind yeah, of. <laughs> sort of works. And then the Hawks drop the Hawks it all over the house. Drop it right back into the house. So I, I thought that was hilarious. So they were like, Jake, Jake. They're hearing our commotion. Yeah. And also, like, what did they think was going on? Did they think the horse just, like, was really interested in them or something? Like, I wonder what, what the uh, thought process was. There probably just was no creepy we, we horse. We talked about sleep Get deprivation. It, yeah. it, was, it was like, we don't care about this horse in any other circumstance besides the fact that we want to go to bed really bad. Well, let's talk about my theme, even though it, maybe it's it's not actually the theme for the horse it, situation. It is the theme for the the overarching theme of Ice King, which is that his he's coming up with these solutions to like a long term issue of him being like depraved of friendship, you know, or, or like not having people he can trust and hang out with, and he's not happy. Uh, and I guess that's really what it is. He's just not happy. And in yeah. this episode, he. He says it in the very first scene when he gets booted in that like, those first five clips. He's like having a picnic. He's like, why mm-hmm. can't I just be happy? Um, and then we see it at the very end of the episode when he says, I'm still not happy. And he just wants to watch Finn and Jake in order to see why they're always having such a good time, like playing uh, leapfrog, you know. Um, and his solution, well, one is to spy on them, you mm-hmm. know, and figure out what, I guess, figure out what the solution is. 
Um, but at the end, he's just like, it must be rest. All I need is rest and rest can help, but it's not going to be a long-term solution to the bigger issue that you have. Yeah. And this is just another episode of us like looking in and seeing that Ice King is realized like when, when we went to that episode and we're like, okay, I think he's going to be good. I mean, mm -hmm. after he met the cosmic owl, he's going to like be on this straight line path to being the best ice king he can be despite his ice kingisms. And I, yeah, that's the big thing here is that like, he really wants to know how to be happy. It's, it's a not, great step saying that, like saying like, it's a very, yeah, it's self-realization. miserable all the time. Yeah. It's such good self-awareness on this Ice King part. And and at this point, you could have been like, oh yeah, he's totally not self-aware. He's just totally like insane, you know? And he wasn't there, like he wasn't technically trying to harm Fenner Jake in any way. Like when he gets caught, you know, when they kick him out of, or when Finn kicks him out of the costume, he basically just kind of like, I don't know, resized. I should go, you know? He's like, I'm just going to, Get out of here, you know, don't mind me, you know, the wise king guy. Um, and I just, yeah, I, just, I thought that was interesting. It's, it's like you're definitely seeing him not trying to be evil in any way, uh, him just not being rational or really like, I don't know, he's just being weird. He's yeah. being weird. Well, and just he's just not, doesn't, he wants to learn how to be happy, but he doesn't know like the social cues of even like what's acceptable, like just he doesn't think it's wrong to spy on Finn and Jake. He doesn't, because again, he packs up his bags and he's like, don't mind me. I'm just getting out of here. Yeah. Like not even paying attention that they were trying to get rid of him for like the last seven minutes or whatever it was. I guess we are to assume that he's done far more evil things than spy on people. So he has no regret at all for doing that. Yeah. Or I mean, or just the pursuit of happiness is like, what he really so much wants greater yeah and it's greater than than this whatever like you know moral don't spy on people is yeah you know? yeah that's fair so i and, and i just thought and we can get into my lessons of the episode yeah let's go ahead and do that because because this plays this plays into that very nicely though we did kind of already do lessons a little bit earlier on yeah well you said <laughs> you didn't call it lessons you called it something else i can't remember i don't know what we learned my actual lessons are Everything brainless likes music. Okay. <laughs> was the first one. But the second one that plays into what we're talking about here is that find what makes you happy. Like, don't go in the pursuit of other people, other people's decisions, other people's life choices, other people's careers, other people's friend groups, other people's, you know, size of their pocketbook. That's not your pursuit of happiness. That... You can surround yourself with good people. You can surround yourself with people that make you happy, but you can't look from the hill with crazy eyes and stare into the lives of other people and go, that will make me happy. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good lesson, man. So and very I, NPR of you. Oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> use my NPR voice. <laughs> that was good, man. I like it. Yeah. I, I had it. It that's on the deeper side. Obviously, this is a really simple episode. Yeah. But that was the deeper side is like, I mean, truly, Ice King's not happy because he doesn't know how to be happy, but he's looking for it. And yeah, he's, the he's like trying to place. copy other people's like what makes other people happy. Yeah. Um, and and we see that I think we see that in the world a ton with people being like, if I'm just Instagram famous, I'll be happy. If I just worked for Facebook, I'll be happy. And it's not the case. Do you have man. a personal? Do you have a personal example of that? 
I mean, I just see can it. Can you bring it down people. to that level? I, I don't know if I can bring it down to my personal Come on, level. Be, be real with us, Ned. Be open with us. I, I, I'll do it. Oh, I'm not a non-happy, unhappy person. <sighs> Ned doesn't cry. We learned don't that cry. in season one. Ned doesn't cry. Um, I, you know, I think if I'm going to relate your lesson to me, um, this is kind of silly, but I definitely, I've got some really dope friends from college that I think are really cool kids, uh, not kids, dudes. And they like, will just at any moment in time, I'll just look on Instagram and they'll be out surfing, you know, or, or they'll be in the middle of like some beautiful beach, like surfing massive waves and I'm not really a surfer in any way. I've done it one time. I thought it was super fun. Uh, but it's not like my ultimate happy thing that I do in my free time. Um, but seeing that, you know, you definitely get that like, man, like, why am I not doing that stuff? Like, I would be happy if I was out there with mm. them or whatever. Uh, and I guess that's that's how I can kind of relate to what you're saying on a, on a personal level is that, you know... I, I think we all get that that envy, whether it's fear of missing out or whatever it is. Yeah. But oh, in mean, that situation, it's it's you know that's what makes them happy. And I'm spying like Ice King on Instagram, uh, and I want to be happy myself. Yeah, well, I, I, in, in I mean, I finally was able to pull one out. Is that yeah? I've I've got a bunch of buddies that I'm in group messages with down in Atlanta. And so I'm in all the conversations about the fun stuff they got going on this weekend. Just got a message that they're having a Halloween party for a football game on Halloween weekend, I get that FOMO of like, wouldn't I just be happy? But I know like- That's why it's all coming together. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the many reasons that- Why like, you might move. You might leave me, Ned. And then we'll do remote podcasting. Oh my gosh. Ned's Ned's giving into his fear of missing out. He's moving to Atlanta, maybe. 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 Probably. Jerk. <laughs> uh, but it, yeah, but like that's that's the whole thing is like, you know, that that's not an answer. It's not a, it's not a, you know, I- Maybe you're you'll find happiness exactly in Atlanta, Ned. I'm not a good enough friend for you. Whatever. You're silly. Um, no, I'm just jealous. This podcast is tearing us apart. That's bringing us together. <laughs> Isn't it a blessing? It's it's something. I don't <laughs> <Something>. know. <laughs> As I was watching this episode, I'm like, man, I just, I just I'm not excited to talk about this episode. Yeah, well, we got we we talked like about the good stuff in it, man. Yeah, yeah. And the outcome was you're moving to Atlanta. <laughs> <and> I, <laughs> uh, I'm just messing. No, it was fine. It's good. I mean, go watch it, y'all. But it's just not like my personal. Favorite. No, it doesn't. Yeah, and like I think from what we've watched of the episodes, your favorites are very action packed so far. Yeah, like, or you goofy. Know, Dungeon was great. Goofy episodes are great. Uh, Nidosphere was great, you know. Though, uh, Rainy Day Daydream was on my top Isn't, 10 yeah, list. It was it top was, 10 I don't list. know if it was top five, but it was on the top 10 list somewhere. Yeah, so, man. Well, there's going to be some good Treehouse episodes, but what did you have a tops of this episode at all? Yeah, Ooh at Night. I mean, I feel like it's just predictable. So I almost wasn't going to say it, but Ooh at Night's just really cool. Again, yeah. I, I talked about it last week. Um, but in this episode, again, like most of it's in the dark and for some reason in my mind, the art style is coolest when it's dark outside. Yeah. And, and I like, this is the ooh at night that you just watch them do seven days of crazy adventures and saving lives. And it just like kind of the peacefulness of a big tree house in a field, just like it was, it's really peaceful. Even if there's creepy horses out there. Yeah. Gosh, man. I, 
I look out into my backyard sometimes and I'm like, so hoping I don't see something like that just staring at me, you know, like, I don't know. It's never going to happen. It's It's low key. It is everybody's like, you look out the window at night. Yeah. Like, what if a person's there? You're like, if a person was standing there, that would be the scariest experience of my life. It totally would. That is what scared me as a kid was like, we had these big open windows in our den growing up. Mm -hmm. And you could see like out in the front yard, you could see out in the backyard. And like, my mom would never like close the, we had like drapes and we would just keep it open. And I was like, wouldn't that be the worst thing if I turned around and something <laughs> was just like there? And yeah. that was like probably oh, yeah. one of my greatest fears growing up. You know, it's it's a terrible feeling. I Very similarly, it's not really something to staring at me, but there was a, a gap. Uh, it's like my friend lived in the, the bottom of the cul-de-sac and I lived, there's like the cul-de-sac and then two houses up, you know? So like mm. really not far, maybe 150 yards. Uh, and some nights after playing video games or hanging out with him, I would book it. I mean, it's dark outside. The one street lamp in our cul-de-sac is on and no one's outside. And I say goodbye to him or whatever. He closes the door. And then I just full out sprint from my house just out of like, it's not really, I'm not afraid of the dark, but I'm just like, get me out of this situation yeah, it's, it, and get that, me into my house. That's a healthy fear of the dark. Yeah. And, you know, and I was, I was like, 13, 12. I probably wasn't 13. I was probably like 10 to 12. I mean, but. I'm, I'm still scared of everything that, that that could be in the dark, not the dark itself, but the horses of the world that are in the darkness. That does scare me. <laughs> I'm afraid of horses and horse girls and guys that dress up like horses <laughs> to pick up horse girls or other horses, apparently. Or other horses. <laughs> I just went so wrong when that to happened. To each his own. Um <laughs> You know, we will not... I thought that's where we were going. No, we're not, you know... It's bringing us together. We're not yucking any yums on this podcast. Um, you know, I don't know. Furry yums. I'm still not sure about. Russell only yucks yums. Uh, Ned, I got beef real fast. My beef is that it's not really even actual beef. It's just, man, I want uh, an, an Avatar, the last Airbender prequel series... And what I think that needs to be is Uncle Iroh, though, unfortunately, the original voice actor is no longer with us, but Uncle Iroh losing the war or losing the battle at, I think it's Bossing Say, and his son passing away. Like it starts with all that, like the first two episodes, maybe. And then it goes into the aftermath of him coming back to the Fire Kingdom and him discovering the White Lotuses and like becoming a White Lotus. You know, spoilers for Avatar, I guess, but. That would be so freaking cool. I was watching an episode the other day and I just it just made me want that so bad. Wait, why is this beef though? It's beef because we don't have it. It's beef because it's not there. And I need it. Do you want them to make a multiverse avatar? Just so uh, they have a, a, a post season with Korra. I want mm. a, a, a prequel season with, um, or series, not season, because Korra is four seasons, I think, uh, with, Iroh being the main character. I just think it would be such a cool, like, and darker, like slightly darker. Yeah. Well, whenever Cartoon Network picks us up as full-time podcasters for all of their show reviews. I'll help them write it. We'll have a, we'll have a little poll over there at Cartoon Network. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I don't know That's if they'll the goal, ever do guys. that. Send, if, you, if you take this podcast, just send it to Cartoon Network and say, <laughs> hey, you got to hire these guys. <laughs> Let them know. Review every show that ever comes out. After, but also like before you do that, also like, Give us a, a rate and review on Apple Podcasts because it Wait, helps. What? Where where can they do that? 
Are we wapping up? Is I this? I think we're wrapping up, guys. All right. You looked at your phone. I wasn't sure if you had another thing you wanted no, to bring no, up was, on this my, episode. My last point was definitely on uh, the main lesson of happiness. Yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, my lesson is Jake sleeps in the nude, uh, and that's cool with me. No spider silk pants. Uh, yeah, he takes them off for that. Pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, you can, well, on Apple Podcasts, just literally just look us up. Hopefully, some of y'all listen to us there. And I know y'all are actually because I can see. I can see um, y'all. iTunes, you know, I don't know why I said iTunes. I meant to say Instagram. Instagram at Never Ending Adventure Podcast. <laughs> this is a great professional <laughs> podcast that we do. Uh, TikTok at Never Ending Adventure Cast, Twitter, NEA underscore podcast. Follow us, y'all. Come on and email at nea.travelerslog at gmail.com. If you don't send us a question, an inquiry, a bit, something like that, uh, we're still in spooky season, even though I know this episode's coming out outside of spooky season. Uh, but Ned's feeling spooky and I'm he'll spooky. come for you. I'm if spooky year round. Yeah. Or his spirit will come for you if you don't. Uh, my, my spirit's going to dress up like a horse and sit on the hill outside your house. And yeah, watch if you, you don't send us stuff yeah, uh, to talk about, because that'd be a fun segment. That'd be a fun segment. Anyways. Ned, Ned watches the fans from outside. Ned creeps on the fans. <laughs> <laughs> a fun segment in and of itself. In and of itself. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Thank you all so much. This has been a fun little episode. Yeah, fun little. Uh, fun to talk about, not fun to watch for me. Ah, okay. We'll get, yeah. we'll get to a good one soon. <laughs> okay. I right, love that you guys. All right. We all have poo brain. See y'all poo next brain. week. Thanks, guys, for listening again. I know we've done some crazy outros and crazy ads, but we do want to show our gratification for you guys for, for supporting this podcast, for listening to us again. I've been Ned. That's been Russell. That's been DJ Cowboy Hat slash Michael as our engineer. And we love you guys.